Good morning, and welcome to Walk and Talk, episode number 10, and uh, I'll just get right to it. Uh, Today I'm going to talk about why I do not edit my podcasts, Um, and that is not an absolute statement. I do make some edits here and there, but as a general rule, I default to not making any edits, take the raw audio file cut it at the front, cut it at the back, um, slap the music on there, front and back, call it a day. Uh, and this isn't just some default that I've fallen upon, but rather something that I really did think about from day one. And um, my thinking in this department has not changed at all. Although I'm open to changing my mind, as with a lot of things. Um, so, uh, and you know, I'm going to make an argument as well that this isn't specific to my podcast, but uh, if you have a podcast, I would argue, um, you know, it may make sense if you're spending a lot of time editing, um, you may want to reconsider that. It may not be worthwhile. Um, so... My reasoning, I think, essentially started with, uh, you know, the most popular podcast in the world, at least when I started, if not still now, uh, that's Joe Rogan. And, uh, you know, obviously super long form, his conversations are two, two and a half, three, three and a half, four plus hours sometimes. And uh, for me personally, I think I can also talk about why. I settled on a time of just under an hour, basically between 50 minutes and an hour. I was pressed even further, maybe 53 to 57 minutes, although that might be more having to do with uh, sort of liking the sound of the numbers than anything else. But I do have some real reasons there. So I'll start there, actually, before getting to the editing thing, because it's come up. Um One simple answer as to why I don't do a three-hour podcast, because, you know, so let's start from no constraints. You can do as long of a podcast as you want or as short of a podcast as you want. Um, So we'll start sort of at the extreme ends. I think um, a three-hour podcast, while I do enjoy them, um, you know, when I listen to Rogan, I, I rarely, if ever, have gotten through one in one sitting. And I think there's something to be said for making it able to be consumed in one go-through. Otherwise, you know, you're going to end up with a lot of people just sort of by definition not listening to the full episodes, and you're not creating these things with the intent to, you know, for the first 40 minutes to be more important than the rest of the two and a half hours or whatever. Um, You're creating a full piece of content, a full conversation that, you want to be listened to front to end. And uh, I know from my own experience in listening to Rogan or Lex Friedman or some of these longer form podcasts that, um, you know, my bail rate is pretty high. And it's not because it wasn't interesting. It's just I start and, uh, you know, I listen the first 45 minutes or an hour and 20. Um, and then I stop because I'm either done walking or done running or done with that listening session for whatever reason. Maybe I'm just a little bored. Um, And then, you know, I might come back to it, but 
life is full of distractions and plenty of other podcasts come up in the interim between stopping listening and starting again and uh, I never go back and so um, I personally would prefer to have a high completion rate uh, so that's one thing but that's not the most important thing the most important thing is just from a practical perspective as I'm getting started you know 115 episodes in now um, but especially when I was really just getting started and still true now and likely for a while um, you know Joe Rogan's in a position where basically anyone would be thrilled to go on his show it's a huge opportunity to uh, get this huge distribution of your ideas and uh, whatever and um, you know so he can ask for three hours and you're happy to do it you would do five if he asked although even at that point even with someone like Joe Rogan you might be like eh you know kind of a long time, Joe. Uh, I don't know if I could talk for that long. Like, it might, you know, the quality might be less on average than it would be if we talked for an hour or two, something like that. Um, and so anyway, you know, I, I don't feel good about going and asking people who I want to have on the podcast who, you know, I, I believe that I'm providing very real value to them by you know, spending a lot of time up front preparing to make a great conversation, a great interview, and uh, ultimately a great piece of content for them to share with their audience um, to get to know them better and get to know their ideas and hear their perspective and sort of, uh, you know, grow to like them better and follow them closer and all of this. Uh, and then secondarily, you know, less importantly in the early days, but as I grow my own audience, I can bring people, you know, additional audience incremental to what they already have. And so I've already, you know, I already have this to some degree with some of my lesser known, lesser followed guests. Um, you know, my audience might be comparable or even potentially larger than theirs. And maybe they've never done a podcast before or they've done one, but it was on sort of a smaller show even. Um, and so I can already contribute some additional distribution there. But even for you know, the most famous person in the world or whatever, someone like Mark Cuban, for example. Um, not that he's the most famous in the world, but probably my most famous guest, um, like sort of largest following guest so far. Um, I still view it as bringing value to him if I can, you know, facilitate the creation of a great hour of content with, you know, 70 to 90 plus percent of him talking. I'm not trying to get in the way of anything. I'm just trying to create a great piece of content and uh, hopefully something that's interesting and valuable and maybe entertaining. And then he can go and take that and share it with the people who like to hear from him. And uh, you know, that thing that might go on to be valuable to hundreds, thousands of people one day, you know, hopefully tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people um, maybe already with some of these um, more popular ones, but get to create, you know, an hour of value for these people uh, and help my guest provide that. So, and, you know, so that's, that's why I do spend a lot of time and effort and energy preparing and thinking about how I want the conversation to, you know, what I want it to cover and how I want it to go and you know, being thoughtful throughout the actual recording to drive things in good directions and things like this. So, um, you know, despite all of that, 
I'm believing that I am providing some value. Um, again, I think it's sort of diminishing returns on asking for three hours of the person's time versus um, one hour. So I really try to minimize the time that I ask for, because that's, that's all I'm asking for, right, is, um, you know, time, um, basically, uh, one hour. And uh, I don't take that ask lightly. I think that's a very large ask. Um, these people are busy, and, uh, you know, I, I value my time immensely and don't value, you know, I, I value the guests uh, very much the same, if not even more so in some cases, just out of sort of respect and the fact that they have a lot more going on probably than I do. Um, so that sort of helped me roll out the longer form podcast. I might be interested in doing it on a case-by-case basis in the future if and when sort of A, I can address the issue of feeling like I'm asking for too much by um, feeling like the the quality won't drop off and that time will truly be worth their while. And, um, you know, it's an interesting enough guest for me and my audience that I think it's very worth going that extra time. But basically the default assumption is roughly an hour and I really need to justify going longer than that in order to do so. Um, and then on the flip side, short podcasts, um, you know, I could do 30 minute podcasts, 20, 10, even shorter. Um, the most interesting example I've seen in this category is probably Naval, um, who has a podcast channel where he sort of breaks things down into, uh, bite-sized pieces and one episode relates to the next. Um, and they could, they could just be combined together to make an hour long episode or half hour or whatever. And it wouldn't seem unnatural at all, but he just breaks it up into two or three minute segments on sort of distinct topics with distinct takeaways and titles them accordingly and puts those out. Um, I think that's really interesting because you could get sort of, uh, first of all, just like your sheer episode number and number of listens number will go way up um, by basically doing nothing differently, uh, just chopping it up because, um, you know, instead of, for example, one 60-minute episode, you might have 20 three-minute episodes. And if 100 people listen to all of it, you're talking about 100 listens to an hour-long episode or, um, what did I say, 20 pieces, so um, 2,000 listens over the course of 20 episodes. And it's the same thing, but your listen count is like 20x. And sometimes, you know, I think that could be good for, like, uh, getting sponsorships and things like this, but it's not really my primary goal. And also just, like, having big numbers, I guess. But, again... Not really my primary goal. So I think it's interesting and breaking things down into bite-sized pieces forces you to um, sort of stay focused a bit and not like drag on and stuff. But I think part of the beauty of podcasts is that they do sort of drag on, not in like a bad way, but they go around in circles a little bit and um, they're not, you know, they're not compacted as much as like a tweet, for example, which... I think we sort of, I talked about this in one of these previous walk and talks, but 
there's this like overwhelming obsession with you know a fit maximally efficient sort of like business like communication and how much can you you know get a long concept into a few words or two sentences and this is really good for having hooks to remember longer concepts short memorable hooks to remember longer more complex maybe more nuanced concepts but i think the the point of the podcast in in a lot of ways as a as a medium is to dive into that nuance and that context and that long form more similar to a book um and so you know i'm not super interested in compacting everything down so that you can listen in 2 minutes and get a concrete takeaway um i you know i have nothing against that but it's just not really what i'm going for so you know i could split things up for the numbers and stuff but regardless like i i if i can get someone to come on the show i'm not going to ask for 5 or 10 minutes i'd much prefer the hour um and again i talked about you know why for the same reason not and not for the same reason actually but for the, for a similar reason as to why i'm not asking for 3 hours i'm not asking for 10 because the overhead sort of associated with doing all of it and everything it's like 10 isn't really worth it like a 10 minute piece of content isn't super valuable i mean it, it can be certainly but you know an hour just feels a lot more right and so the only consideration about going significantly shorter um you know maybe like 40 minutes or half hours still sort of fine for many of the same reasons that an hour is good but um once you get below that the only real consideration i would have would be doing something like 10 minute or or lesser clips maybe even two or three sort of like the ball and splitting up larger conversations recorded in one go just into those sized segments so that people can tune into smaller pieces um but what i find is like you know you don't want sometimes like the episodes they don't like play right after another one and you forget which one you listened to already or whatever and like i think it's just somewhat cleaner to have one you know you press play on one episode you get the full episode with that guest and you can consume it in one sitting so i think you know i i would like my long term um would be to my, my long term sort of thinking on this is to stay about where i am if anything get a bit a little bit longer mostly just because i've sort of become like those longer conversations become preferable i become more comfortable as a host and um and with certain guests i just feel like i and and they would really enjoy and benefit from and the listeners would would enjoy and benefit from, you know, a 2-hour conversation instead of one. And so I'm open to that. Um I'm just not going to anytime soon, I don't think, change to making that my default by any means. I think an hour feels like a really good default. Um and uh specifically, you know, I mentioned like 53 to 57 minutes because basically my whole thing is like like I mentioned I I really value these people's time and So I don't want to I certainly don't want to ask them to like have a call before the recording to discuss the recording. I think that's sort of dumb and pointless um and uh a waste of their time. And um I don't want to have a call after to like 
debrief or anything. And of course, I, I say I don't want to. I, I would be happy to, but it's not something that I want to ask for. I have, a, I have one primary ask, which is that they give me time to ask them some questions and have a conversation to record a podcast. And um, basically, all they need to do is say yes, pick a date and time, um, and then nothing else. And between then and the actual recording, I do a bunch of work. I prep and um, everything like that. Uh, and then when the day actually comes, um, I, for, for some of my first episodes, actually, I would just, you know, they would join the Zoom and uh, I would just start, like we would just start. Um, but I found that sometimes people were, and that was sort of in an effort to like not waste any of their time. They gave me an hour, let's use the full hour and uh, record and share it with anyone who chooses to tune in rather than just sharing their time with me individually. Um, but I, I realized that there's benefit to uh, taking like a couple minutes at least up front just to um, sort of get acquainted a little bit and settle in and uh, preface a couple things and um, sort of just you know, warm up the conversation a, a little bit, um, but very little. I really don't. And so, you know, that's why I said 57 to or 53 to 57 minutes I might spend between, you know, maybe maybe they often join a minute or two late sometimes. And um, maybe, but even if they join right on time, you know, two, three minutes up to five, six, seven minutes of a little bit of getting warmed up and teeing things off. Uh, I often ask them if they have anything in particular that they want to talk about. I'm happy to cue them off on that. Let them know. Speak freely. I can always edit after the fact if need be. If the dog starts barking or something like that, uh, or if they say something that, you know, they, they would like to cut out for, you know, uh, compliance reasons or something like this. Um, and then I get started and we go to the top of the hour and uh, that's how you get to the 53, 57 minutes. And I also think it's nice because when I look at, a, um, you know, when I look at a podcast episode, like 50, 53 minutes feels lighter than uh, one hour and seven minutes. And it's like not a huge difference, it's 14 minutes, but um, uh, less than an hour podcast feels like definitely a, a one sitting consumption. Or I, I'm saying one sitting, but usually almost always I listen to podcasts either walking or running. So one session consumption. Um, whereas longer than an hour, I start to wonder, especially like longer than, you know, like an hour, 15, hour 20. I start to, I think, just like implicitly have the assumption that, you know, this might be a couple of sittings. Um, so, I, you know, for all of these reasons, that's sort of my rationale on like the 53, 57 minute Um podcast being the ideal um and for all the reasons i've explained i think that's where i'll stay and the, and the other thing I, I would incorporate some of the shorter form stuff not in the form of shorter episodes but more of the rogan or lex friedman style of doing clips um so on the podcast player i post the full episode and then on youtube or perhaps a separate pod podcast channel i produce you know one or two to seven, eight, nine, ten minute clips uh, on specific things. And so for people who want those or they remember something from the podcast that they want to go back to, you can look that up. And uh, I think that's 
an additive thing as opposed to need, you know replacing that for the full episode format. So um, sort of pretty confident in the overall rationale and all of that. And 115 episodes in, it, it hasn't changed. And so usually if you sort of can... You know, you you're either, you're either, either can stick with something because you sort of got close-minded about it, or you can sort of continue to poke holes and punch at it a little bit, and it just sort of doesn't shake um, because it seems still, for any of the same reasons and perhaps more, to be like the right thing. And so that's my view on uh, a good length, a sensible length for a podcast, maybe the optimal length. Um, I'd say, in, in my view, sort of the optimal length most of the time. Um, and then I'll now get to what I said I was going to get to at the start, which is why I don't edit. Um, and, again, I'll reference Rogan here. I think that's how I got started on the uh, podcast length topic. Um, but, you know, Rogan does these very long-form episodes, and... As far as I can tell, they're not edited. Maybe there's a little bit, but um, it's sort of hard because I think, I'm not sure if he ever did them live. There's certainly some people who do them live, so that's obviously if it's live, you're not editing, at least not for the live version. Um, but he's also, you know, whether it's live or not, he's got the video going, and, um, you know, you couldn't really cut it if undetected at least if it was like a full view of both of them for the whole time. But because they do switch the camera angle from being pointed at Joe to pointed at the guest to pointed at both of them, you could get some cuts in there. Um, and so maybe they do, but if they do, my sense is that it's very minimal. I, I guess I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe you can look this up, but um, it feels 100% like an uncut product to me. Like the full conversation is there for you to enjoy. And I think there's a bunch of reasons that's nice. Um, first of all, it's not like you're not hiding anything. You're not um, deeming some words or slip-ups as useful or useless or, or wasteful. Um, and you're showing that either, you know, feel people having a real candid conversation, uncut and raw, and I just think that's sort of qualitatively very nice. Um, from a more quantitative perspective, and I, and I personally enjoy that, um, from, from a more quantitative perspective, or I don't know if it's quantitative, but sort of like uh, less, you know, not, not quite as like... Uh, in, intuitive or qualitative or whatever and more like based on um, actual inputs and outputs and things. I think that um, basically I don't like editing. Editing is not fun. I don't know if anyone likes editing. Um, maybe like if you're editing music or a movie or something, it's enjoyable because you're really creating a great product. But for a conversation, editing is like taking out, you know, like pauses, which, you know, don't really need to be taken out or uh, like sometimes a pause can add value. You can see that the person is thinking more about their answer to something or about some idea than some of the others. And you will interpret that idea that follows as being maybe more thoughtful. Um, 
So like I just sort of value and and listening to the real version of the conversation as opposed to some tailored version. And uh, anyway, you know, editing these things out for me personally, it's not fun. Like that's not why I'm doing a podcast so that I can get some raw piece of content to go have a field day editing. Um, It's just not at all the objective or the fun part of the process. It's the least fun part of the process. And so given that, um, you know, everything else equal, um, if it didn't change anything and it was just editing for the sake of editing, I certainly wouldn't do it. It's not enjoyable um, and takes time. And uh, like I said, you know, I value my time. So, um, but that said, if editing, if I, if I believe that editing was um, additive, that it added value, made for a more pleasant listening experience, a better episode, better piece of content for the guest, better content for listening for listeners, um, then I would do it, at least up to a certain point. And I do do it, like I said, up to a certain point. Um, You know, if we have, like, connection issues on the Zoom, for example, and need to take a couple minutes to figure that out, I'm not going to leave that in. That's a waste of your time Uh, and just low, it's just low quality, basically, to include that. But... I'm not going to edit out uhs and ums and pauses and, uh, you know, certainly not parts that are filled with actual content just because that content is, you know, off off of the, uh, like, goes away from the main point that we're discussing or something like that. Like, in my view, the whole thing is gold, basically. You know, if you're listening to the thing, you want to hear this person talk and, uh, you know, maybe the whole thing is gold is a little bit exaggerated, but... You know, I want to hear the full conversation. I don't want to hear the parts that you think are worth hearing or whatever. As you know, when I say you, I mean, you know, me. If, if you're the listener, I don't want to defer to the host to determine or an editor to determine what I should be hearing and what I shouldn't. I want to hear the whole thing. So I'm not convinced, basically, that editing adds any value. And I know in listening to these things, whenever there's like, for the highly edited ones, they just don't sound organic at all. Um, past past a certain point there's ones that are like lightly edited that i think sound good but um when they're highly edited it's like the cuts between people talking are too fast and sound bad and i just don't enjoy them and so to me it's there's often a negative value from editing and so you're putting in this time doing something that you don't like in order to get questionable at best and possibly negative value for that time spent. And so for me, it's a no-brainer to, uh, like I said, you know, sort of minimally edit. Uh, I'm not going to say no editing, but minimally edit, um, because it's just not worth it. Um, and it's like, you know, why are you being so, so uh, whatever, protective of your time? I think, first of all, you know, I think you should be extremely protective of your time overall. And second of all, even if I sort of uh, constrain things to time spent on the podcast, if I assume that I have like some set allocation of time to spend on the podcast, then that time saved from not editing out us and ums and breaks and you know parts of the content or whatever, I can go and I can put that into finding new great guests and reaching out and getting great guests and. Preparing more, 
which is more reasonably where most of the time goes. Um, and, you know, so I can, and even if I were to, like, if I had even more time, maybe I'd put in some time after the fact to, um, you know, do like a write-up of some sort on some of the things from the conversation. There's basically all all sorts of priorities I would have over doing in-detailed editing. And, uh, you know, I guess, could I hire someone to do some editing? Yeah. But then I'm just replacing time for money, which is a good trade-off. But, you know, I'm not really... I could do that, but it would be pretty, you know, materially costly for me, relatively. And again, I'm just not convinced that it's at all worthwhile. So no one has gotten back to me and said, hey, you should edit this more. Um, so I think for people who default to editing, maybe, you know, I, I'm not trying to convince you to, to stop. You do what you want. But at the very least, what I would try to implore you to do is consider whether you're editing because that's what everyone seems to do and you just assume that's the right thing to do or can you actually justify why you are editing a lot versus not editing um, and if you cannot justify it and if you agree with my rationale for not editing maybe you consider saving yourself some time and uh, you know not editing so anyway those are a couple of like sort of logistical, maybe not logistical, but um, uh, things I think about with the podcasts that, you know, maybe are a little boring or whatever, but the podcast itself I don't think is boring, and these are a couple of factors that go into making it what it is. So roughly an hour, more often 53 to 57 minutes um, or thereabouts. And uh, mostly unedited, minimal editing. Only edit the things that should obviously be cut, um, but don't 